Talking Dicks, comedy podcast spinoff of the web series, The Two Dicks. I'm Al Romas. I'm in Florida today, even though my background would be uh, more of a uh, Caribbean. I took that picture. Look at that. How good that is. I took that picture about a week ago while I was on one of my walks and uh, incredible. What a, I have an eye. Let's just say I have an eye for such things in uh, photography and uh that's aldo charm he's in studio city with a background of what would that be al is that golden the golden gate. gate bridge yeah the golden yeah. gate bridge and i hiked uh this side over here those of you listening can't see but i'm pointing at uh, the island that separates the two sides of the golden gate bridge and the golden gate park and i was i hiked there like it would have been cool if seven you had, miles what? it would have been cool if you had taken that picture and we we I both did take have this backgrounds picture. that we had. Oh, you took that picture? Yeah. I don't believe that. that does. Yeah. No, that's a big All point. right. I'll big go lie. with it. How convincing was uh, that? A lie right out of the gate, right out of the golden gate. That uh, was, uh, was a good line. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. That was a good one. That was a good pull. Not bad. I hope my uh, I hope my uh, Wi-Fi is hanging in there today. I'm on, I'm on the ship. I'm using their ship Wi-Fi. And, you know. I mean, it's and, fine for reading. I can read some stuff. I can look at Facebook and watch a YouTube video, but I don't know about uh, the uh, the pod. How so, hanging so, in there? So far, you're hanging in there, but we may have a little glitch where you sound like a robot. Uh, not yet, but if it happens, I think our listeners are forgiving about that. For God's sakes, he's been traveling uh, port to port on a cruise ship with no passengers, uh, trying to get everybody vaccinated. So everything's looking good, right? Uh, everybody's uh, vaccinated yeah, the, the first dose anyways yeah the, the they got the vax uh, they got the j and j so we went back today get the rest of them back so everybody's vaxxed now and uh yeah and then cruises are starting they're doing a test cruise on uh, royal caribbean on the freedom that's coming in june they're gonna do a test they have volunteers they have over i was reading over ten thousand people already volunteered to go on the three-day test cruise uh so they're going to try that out, and then uh, that'll be free out of charge. Of Port Canaveral, free of charge. Yes, three days. Passengers, free crew passengers. That's a test. You got to, you know, they're going to test out all these different protocols and things. Oh, I would have done that. Be- oh, we, you're frozen, poor Al. We don't work for free. Yeah, <laughs> I'm back. No, I wouldn't have worked. I would have gone for a three day cruise if they had flown me. I would have taken the wife and we would have done their test. We're vaccinated. Yeah, they don't fly for, they don't fly. I have miles. Free. I have, I have plenty of miles. So I would have flown us both down, uh, stayed overnight, maybe visit somebody down in Florida and then uh, cruise for three days and eat like pigs as a um, passenger and, and uh, heckle you. It's a different ship, but uh, there will be comics on there. There will be, I think the freedom, if I, I, I can't remember who it is. There's two comics, in fact, but I can't remember who they are, but uh, they'll be there and they'll be getting, they'll, they'll be doing test shows, I would imagine, with test audiences. So. Are they doing well, the mine six- is different. Yeah. Yeah. Yours is yeah, different. Six month yeah. contract. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yours is different. How? Well, mine, because I'm not in the United States, we'll be out of Nassau. So we're not doing, you know, oh, that freedom will be protocols. out of uh, Fort Lauderdale, correct? Yeah, or Lauderdale or Canaveral. Canaveral. Or Canaveral. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's what's happening. And then you, I saw a picture you sent. Uh, I don't know if it was on Twitter or you sent it to me or whatever. But you looked like some kind of a jury duty thing going on. Yes. How I, was that? What the well, hell? Well, I've been postponing jury duty for years, and I actually, when I was living in New York City, I actually went down there for two days and then I was dismissed. I told them that uh, it would financially cripple me because I had a college tour and some corporate shows and uh, they just said dismissed. Uh, but I've been, and then you dropped the N word. Yeah. I said um, nutbag. And um, okay. I think I put the word lick my, or the words lick my, and then said nutbag. And on your way me, out. Yeah. That, that cut me out of it. Um, no, I, right. it's just, uh, I've been able to skirt it and because you can postpone it like two or three times. Uh, but uh, in, I think in New York city, you were supposed to be qualifying or eligible to be called for a jury duty every five to seven years, Los Angeles, or at least California or maybe Los Angeles County once a year. Once uh, a that's year. Ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah, but nobody works there. They're all, fucking bullshit actors nobody's working well they need um, to go jury duty they need to make 30 dollars for the day it's 15 right and and 34 well, cents per they're, mile they're not working 34 they're not cents working per mile yeah okay. so anyways i went you know, down so I, I can see that i can discuss the case now because uh it's been resolved uh second day in um i did the orientation online so i didn't have to get there till 9 30 free parking and uh, you walk into the courthouse and you figure out what floor, what court, you do all that, you sign in, you check in, and they give you a tag, you put it around your neck. Um, and they were able to mm. resolve it on the second day before we actually went into the courtroom. So the judge goes, I got good news and I got bad news. He said, uh, the good news is uh, we resolved it and the case is over. The bad news is, we resolved it and the case is over because I really want it. You're the most important thing to serve on a jury. It's more important than the lawyers yeah. and the, me, the judge. And it's like, Ugh. 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 he's still Ugh. doing the speech. He's, he's, he's doing yeah, the really. welcome comeback speech. This is a great process. The United States of America, you know, all that. I'm like, That's his thing. Yeah. He's got to do his it. thing. He's got it's, it. It's a bringer yeah, show. Yeah. It's a fucking bringer show. So anyways. Yeah. It's uh, like when you're in the middle. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Take, mm. take it. No, I was just going to say, when you're in the military, you know, in boot camp, they yell at you and they tell you you're the worst group they've ever seen. And you're the pieces of shit. You know, you're not going to make it. And then mm-hmm. you make it. And, you know, three weeks later, the new guys come in. And they're a piece of shit. They're the worst ones they've ever seen. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like that. So this guy, yeah, you're a great group. And I'm sorry, you're going to have to go. Okay. See you. Any uh, celebs in there? See any famous faces in the in the group? No, it was a it was a eminent uh, domain case. Um, it was the Glendale Junior College wanting uh, property, and I, what? I yeah, they wanted property next to the campus to expand. And if I guess you know how eminent domain works, if it's good for the community, then they could just take your property from you and pay you fair market right. value. The issue was the fair market value. It's a bidding war right now. Homes are going for mm. 20, 30, and some, sometimes 40% more than asking price. Now, this person right. was eliminated from participating in the current market. 
situation and yeah. really could have made out like a bandit, but they were only going to pay fair market. So she argued, Hey, my home is worth X amount of dollars. And I know if I put it on, there's going to be a bidding war automatically. There's going to be a line around the block trying to come in and see it. And I can really right. cash out here. And she was not allowed to participate. Now I, I didn't know if it was a private home or a commercial property, but uh, it was resolved. They settled. Well, that was quite a story. Uh, you know, <laughs> next time, next time, maybe go over it before the pod and insert a couple of jokes in there or some humor. Oh, you Holy wanted a joke? God. Well, it, here, well, here's we, my here's my thinking. Pod. We, you yeah, know, was, we're ballsy that way. We say comedy podcast instead of real estate and slash jury duty. Go ahead. I, th I thought lick my nut bag was a little bit of a comedy thing. That was five minutes ago. Oh, we went, we went, we, went we had a drought. We had a, um, a, a <laughs> laugh we. drought. I had a laugh <laughs> drought. And instead of trying to save his partner, yeah. what does he do? What does he do? He pushes me. He pushes me off the Golden Gate Bridge right behind me. I didn't want to interrupt. And then it becomes a thing. And then that story continues for another two minutes. So I'll let your eminent domain story end. It's all good. You got out of jury duty. You're finished. You have one year off now. That's good to know. And, well, uh, I'm one year and, off before I can be picked again. And if you're picked before the 365 days, you can tell them you already served and you're out. But like a migrant. She did say apples. most people don't get it for a few years. It could be 10 years, but like herpes. So, you know, yeah. But just so you know, you are eligible. And I think because I went online and registered and did the orientation that I'm now in the system. A lot of people just You're throw the it, they, they just throw it out and don't respond. Of course, but I, but I did. I, that. I did get a letter and an email saying that I could be fined fifteen hundred dollars if I didn't respond. Right. And my could first be. and my first one, yes, first uh, rejection of jury duty was there was a pandemic, and I was not vaccinated, right. and I didn't want to go. Yeah. to a fucking courtroom i'm sorry so my doctor yeah. wrote wrote me a note and said no and they okay. still i sent you know it in i sent it in and they still sent me another threatening letter because it it's a it's a computer spit out you know right so. yeah anyways yeah you know you know what i'm uh here is an issue i'm having uh oh boy let's uh, go here's an hour yeah and this will be this will be for anyone on cruises you're gonna hit you're gonna deal with this issue this is cruising uh, pre uh, post pandemic. Now uh, you go to the buffet and uh, you get served your food. They're serving the food. And like let prison. me tell you, let me tell you, these people uh, are, they're either told or this is just the way they are. They serve very small here, carrots. No, here's a carrot. Here's a carrot. Here you go. And you end up feeling like a fucking glutton. Cause I got to go. Uh, can I get a couple more? And the guy's like, oh, geez, really? And he gives me two more little baby carrot. I go, can I get two more of those little? So you end up feeling like you're a fat slob begging for food. But it's it's weird. It's humiliating because it's like, and then you move down the thing. Oh, you want a little of that? Here it is. Chickpeas. You want? Here's, here's two. Get Are, you exaggerating See, this you chickpeas. Are you exaggerating? Are you exaggerating? The carrots, I didn't they, think they, you were exaggerating. The chickpeas. Well, I, I, I maybe for maybe for comedy, I'm going a little exaggeration. Okay, Alfred, I'm trying for a little bit, but not much. I'm just saying, 
there, this is a you literally are doing an Oliver. You're, you got, please, can I, please, have, sir, can I have some more? Can I have a, can, can I have some more, please? And you, and then they go, oh, really? Mashed potato? You want, here you go. It, I, they're either they're told, and I think they're also like these, you know, third world people who look at American like, hey, fatso, you're good. You don't need any more. But you so lost over you 20 pounds. On, you, you lost over 20 pounds. 400 pounds, sir. 400 pounds. I'm a <laughs> life coach. I'm, I'm a, have you seen those guys? I have. I've seen some of the people oh, that I God. know. I've seen comedians who become uh-huh. weight loss life coaches. Oh, my God. Well, you know, and there's there's like a few that we know and they look good. They lost a lot of weight. Good for them. But can't you just lose the weight? Now, you, they've during the pandemic, they've been a comedian for 35 years. They're 59 years old. And now suddenly they're health and life coaches. And they're like, inbox me. I'll show you how to do it. Uh, pay me to teach you. It's like, fuck you. Just you ate less and you took a walk during the pandemic. It's not that hard. You know what I mean? Now they're health and life coaches. It kills me. And a couple of them are still fat. Yeah, that, that, here's me. Yeah, here's me before and after. And here's me yeah. at uh, 290. <laughs> <laughs> I'm five foot four. Look at the guys. Yeah, the guy's got a big gut. It's hanging over his belt. I'm like, you're the coach. What the well, well, how about the ones where they push their gut out? And then like a month later, right. they suck their gut in as much as they can. And they do the profile. <laughs> right. like, come on, right. dude. You're completely me, you're push. You're forcing your gut out. You look like Rich Aronovich doing his dance. Oh, moves. Uh, he is. And, he's, and, and he's now awful, that guy. What? He's oh, awful. He's, oh, he's, he's awful. He's funny. <laughs> he's, he's silly. I can't watch. He's committed. I can't watch any of that. I can't watch any of that. He's 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 fat. He looks disgusting. He's dancing. I can't take it it's i just move on his, nice guy but his legs his legs do not match his belly I or his head know. i just see it and i i go right past it I'm, he has like you know, gymnast like said, legs nice, nice guy he's hmm. got gymnast legs he's got a dad beer belly and then he's got a normal Oof. looking head it, it's a mess you know who another one similar to that not not someone we know but i was in an uber one time and the woman up front looked she literally looked like a cartoon like she had been poured into the car she was 500 pounds in a small car and her she took up the whole front the entire front was her body and her fat everywhere and i'm in the back and i'm just going from the airport to my house and she starts chatting of course and i go uh, blah 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 and then I said something to her. I go, oh, like, because, you know, Uber is not really your full job. I said, so I'm like, oh, what do you do? And she goes, well, I'm a life coach. And I was like, of course. Yes, you're a life coach. This woman is stuck in a, in a car. She literally cannot get out of the car. If I needed help, I'm fucked. She's driving an Uber at night and she's a life coach. I mean, we got a license. We got to do something, man. Not everyone can be. You know what I mean? Everyone's a coach of some kind. It doesn't take anything like like you want to sell real estate. You got to get a license. You anyone can be a fucking coach. You know, you lost 20 pounds. I'm a coach or big fat slob. I'm a life coach. She's going to teach me how to run my life. So you can't get certified or you can get a. I don't think there's any fake certificate or do you take a course? You pay pay 99 bucks and some guy. Some guy named, you know, Joe sends you a, a certificate saying that you right. are officially a life coach. And then he makes but do the money. you even ask. But do you ask? I don't know. You, you know what I mean? Like, let me see. Like, 
the comedian, this guy, you know, these comedians we know, are they they're qualified? Is there anything they did other than losing a little weight? Now they're they're going to teach some slob how to, you know, how to get in shape, drink a shake in the morning. Well, someone posted about uh, comedians, how yeah. there are so many stand up comedians now, like um, you just you just put some time together, you do some open mics and then you're a stand up comedian. Right. Or should well, yeah. what, well, what are, you know, shouldn't you have to make a living at it? Some people are. Someone said that there's only actually yes. ten funny people that are performing. I these days. I heard the same thing, and I heard the number was eight. So I wow. heard, but yes. Well, that person was optimistic. <laughs> the one. But the uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should. It, it should be what on your taxes. Uh, you know, who are you? What do you do for a living? If you're a com- you make your living as a comic, then you're a comic. But now it's when we were younger and starting without podcasts and all these and clubs booking your own shows like you had to be funny to get booked. That was the only way you yeah. got booked. You had to be funny. Well, you now, had to get you had to be you had to get on stage and be seen in front of an audience, right? And a club owner and the booker. That you, you, there was so much pressure to right. And, and some and sometimes you had the one shot. And if you were like second or third year in and you're still green and 10 years later, you are a seasoned pro. Some of these club owners and bookers remember that one time <laughs> from seven years before when sure. you ate, when you ate sure. your own cock. And even though you're killing it now and all of a sudden you're performing everywhere, headlining, oh, yeah. and they still won't book you because yeah. that's that first impression they had of you. Mm-hmm. Right. And now it's you can be in comedy a year. But if you, you get a successful podcast and you have an audience, you can go headline, you bring fans in and, uh, you know, it, and you can produce your own shows. We, we it was It's very different. It's very different now. So when they say there are more comics than ever, there are actually more. I'm not saying they're funny by any means, mm-hmm. but. You know, there there are. I mean, we've talked about it here where there's a million guys now who can who can fill a club. And the average person has never heard their name. It's like not like in the old days where you go, mm-hmm. well, who's in there? Oh, who sells out? Oh, Dana Carvey. And everybody goes, oh, mm-hmm. Dana Carvey from SNL. Great. But now you can just have guys who sell out rooms and most people will never have heard of them. You know, even the big acts, people, the average person still doesn't know. I mean, you can, you know, you could bump into 10 people. Maybe. What do you think? Five would know who Sebastian Maniscalco is. No, that that's true. No, he's that's not true. a household name. But Yet he's called. He but he's cultivated millions weeks. of fans. Right. You can have millions right. of fans. Right. That will sell it's out your amazing. shows, and I'll go ask somebody that I grew up with. Hey, do you know comedian so and so? I'm like, no, never heard of him. I go, he's doing five shows, completely sold right. out. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. Whereas it used to be when there was just you know like David Brenner would come to Long Island and play the Westbury Music Fair. Everyone knew who David Brenner was. Right. Right. The shows were sold out because he was on the mm-hmm. Tonight Show and he promoted it. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty amazing now where you can have that amount of uh, people selling out multiple shows and the average person has no idea who they are. Even yep. comedians might not know. It's kind of a good you thing. Know, there are guys because, you and I. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. There's I, I was amazed at how many comedians because uh, now that comedy is coming out like gangbusters, everybody's doing a show and they're advertising them all over social media. And I'm seeing faces and names i'm like there's like eight people and i go i know two of them who are the rest of them you right know, i have no idea. right 
But, yeah, uh, what's been good out here is being on this thing for the last you know couple of weeks is I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and you hear a lot of you know there are good ones there are bad ones but I've gotten now then I'm listening to some guy and it's like he's talking about where are you going to be this weekend and then I look at the website and all the shows are sold out and I've never heard of this guy until you know, this well this podcast let, I just come up. I'm like let's how just, is that possible? Let's just, well, I'll business. tell you how it's possible I'll tell you how it's possible the basic 101 is there are a lot of places that are still 25, 50% capacity, not full capacity. So the sold out thing is a little easier to get to, but still, even with that, still putting people in, they're putting people in seats. You know, yeah. There is a rush to seeing live entertainment. There's a rush. So that's very helpful. And uh, I agree. The, the crowds in Arizona uh, last week were on fire. They were just like, Give us more. Yes, we love it. And let's tease. We talked about you were going to do the bit. Let's tease it a little. We'll talk okay. about it on the next pod. But uh, we uh, I had come up with the the uh, got to get rid of the gut bit that I had mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago heard in the gym here on the ship. And then I ran it by you and you came up with some stuff. We went back and forth. And then since I haven't been able to get on stage and try it, you were going to try it last was it last weekend now? Yeah, last, yep, weekend, last weekend while you were in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you were going to record it possibly and we would hear how it did or talk about how it did. So I didn't record the video. Oops. I only record the audio for right. one show. So All right. you're not going to see the facial expressions, but we can at least listen Late to show? it. Why don't we listen to it on our next pod and then stop it and analyze okay. it and we'll discuss it would be like a lab. Yeah. A joke lab. Now, this is what happened. Al came up with this uh, uh, a premise and a, and a nice chunk of a joke. And as soon as he started telling me, and I'm like, oh, that could work. And then I I threw him like a line or something about. Under the bus? Yes. You threw me under the bus and you ran yeah. to Arizona with my joke. No, he said, try out my joke. And I said, okay, I'll do I it. Did. And then we, I would record it and we're going to uh, dissect it on our next episode. But we've run out of time today. Is there anything else we need to cover before we say goodbye? I don't think so. I wanted to. I wanted I, those those fat life coaches are bugging me. That's all I got to say. You know, folks, just really just watch what you put in your mouth and take a walk or run or go to the gym. But don't be sending these these comedians money to have them help you lose weight it's just it bothers me it's kind of like comedy school bothered me the same way with you know some failed middle act in ohio is going to teach somebody how to do comedy but at least you know those were comedians this is they're not even in their field here now they're they're just fat guys who lost you know 10 pounds so that well, bothered you, me. I wanted to get that off my chest do you That's think all. stand-up comedy can be taught because i do know i do know a few a few funny people that have a real gist of it can go headline a club and teach. But I've seen many who shouldn't be doing stand-up comedy on stage. Do you think that some of those that really don't, they can convey the in, instruct how to be a stand-up comedian, or do you really have to have the stage legs? I think you got to just, I think it's natural and it comes, you know, I think things can be taught, but more to be a a speaker, maybe at your business and be funny at dinner. 
mm-hmm. you know, the actual stand up, it, it's just, it's amount, it's just the work and you got to just want to do it. You just got to do it. I remember there was a story where Bill Hicks was young and, and they were in Texas and they asked Leno to come in. Jay Leno was headlining the club and they asked him to come in during the afternoon and give a talk to the young comedians about, you know, and, and not really teach him, but give him a talk. And he said, Leno said after uh, five minutes, this one guy got up and left the room. He was like, this is bullshit. He just walked out. He goes, and that was Bill Hicks, you know, so, <laughs> you know what I mean? And he goes, of course, that's the good guy. He's not going to leave. There's nothing there. That's for the him. guy who's going to be the comedian. Now, right, but, there, but there are there are a couple of uh, successful comedians now that actually did take a class mm-hmm. 15 years ago and they're in the game. I can't think of their okay. names right sure. now because I think I'm thinking yeah, of one name, of but thousands, it might be a mistake. No, it does happen. You might have one. Out of th- sure, sure. And I wouldn't, you know, I look back and go, maybe when I was 19 or 20, if it had been around, I might have taken it because I didn't know how to do it. It was like, mm-hmm. to me, it was like, I want to do this. How the fuck do I do it? What do I do? I don't know what to do. And then luckily there was Minervini had a club. Well, it was, but in Virginia, but the same thing on Long Island. When I went up there, Min- Richie Minervini had a club. And it was right. like, you could go in and get on stage. And he was cool and friendly about it. But, you know, without a, but there was no class. The class was literally just you know learning on your own open open mic night or guest spots um and any any club owner who realizes that you need an open mic and you have to cultivate new talent so you can exploit them as well uh Mm -hmm. those are the people that understand stand-up comedy as an owner the and there was a few clubs that no open mics all pro shows and all of a sudden they 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 ran out they tapped it was like they fail. They yeah, fail. you you got to have a pool, and you got to have a pool of open micers to become MCs. You got to be able to draw out of that. And mm-hmm. It's all good. It all works together. Mm-hmm. But so I, I tend to sometimes shit on the comedy school. But had there been one when I started, I probably would have signed up and went and probably paid because I yeah. was like, that, just maybe that's gist, the way to just do to get it. the gist of it, it and say, okay, I, I the jizz, get the jizz of it. Get some jizz. Get some comedy. I'll pay comedy. for jizz. Comedy sperm. What do I care? <laughs> Create comedy life. I think so we're next out. pod, we'll. Uh, I think we're out. I think we're out. All right, <laughs> we're out. The talking dicks became friends at a very young age, and the rest is history. I'm losing my mind. Patreon.com forward slash The Two Dicks, which is named after our web series. This is the Talking Dicks Comedy Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. What? Done. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. We'll fix it in post, you son of a bitch. Okay, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe. Mm, Mary. Patreon.com slash forward the two dicks. If you shoot me, you won't see a cent of that money. Why? I think it ends on that. That's that's beautiful. <laughs>